Hello everyone, and welcome to There's a Place Like Summer Camp. This is the episode where the book's been released. Oh yeah! So coming into our tent, and I'll spill the beans. Hello everyone. Yeah, the intro's still rocking. <laughs> Woohoo! There's no place I saw the compass out, guys! Oh, wow. Cheers! Cheers to all of you. Here you go. This one's for you. Oh. God damn! I'm, oh, I'm definitely going to get a copyright strike for this. Jesus Christ. There's no place like summer camp is out. It. Uh, I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say. It's been in the works for six years. Right, I need to stop this. I need to stop it. What's going on? How do, how do I stop it? Right. Oh, God damn! God damn! Ah, oh, there's there's no there's no structure to this one. There's no structure. It's been six years in the making to get to the point of a book release, and here we are. There's no place like summer camp. It's available on Amazon. It's available potentially wherever you. Wherever you want to buy your books. I don't know what to say. It's available on ebook, paperback, hardback. Six years, man. Six years in the making to get to here. My initial plan was back in, I think, 2018. Right, I need to silence the phone. We're, we're, beyond, we're beyond the phone notifications now. Uh, very professional as uh, the book's being launched, isn't it? Fucking hell. But, what, eight, I think this is the 82nd podcast episode, and my initial plan was to release There's No Place Like Summer Camp in 2018. Um, I remember my first book, the first book of There's No Place Like Summer Camp, wasn't even called the same name. I don't know if you know this, but this is gonna, this podcast could go on for however long. Um, and it's going to go on all sorts of tangents. So I hope you're prepared for that. And I hope you've got a nice beverage of choice next year. Um, mine today is Coke Zero. And uh, you would see that if this was a YouTube video. But we'll get onto that more a bit later. Um, I'm just going to pretend it's like an alcoholic beverage. Because that's apparently like the cool thing that everyone does. But I'm no drinker. Not, not anymore. I'm approaching 30, come on. Um, yeah, my initial release was 2018. Um, and I think, I'm sure I released a version of the book, I think it was 2016 or 2017, and I thought it was pretty much ready. Now, if you go and get There's No Place Like Summer Camp, um, you'll be able to see all this bonus information by going to there's no place like summercamp.com forward slash bonus and you'll be able to download all this bonus content and in that bonus content you'll be able to see like the previous uh, covers that I had and uh, a readout that I did at an author meetup and you know you'll be able to download all that extra content see the journey that the books come on 
and man, it's really cool. It's really cool to say I'm a fucking author. I've published a book. There's no place like summer camp. And what I was trying to say is there's no place like summer camp. It wasn't always that name. It used to be called a secret diary of American summer camp. I don't even I don't even think that's the correct name. Ah. Uh, but it's gone through its name iterations. And then I settled on There's No Place Like Summer Camp because I think it hits the nail on the head. And I don't know if you've known this, but I know uh, Natasha, for instance, didn't didn't know this herself. It took her a while to figure out, oh, that's why it's called that. So obviously, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's going to be people in this podcast now listening and going, holy shit, I didn't even realise. Or there's going to be loads of people you listening saying, obviously, I obviously knew that. Um so cut to the point there's no place like home yeah that comes from what wizard of oz now a lot of you listening are probably going to be like in the 18 to 20 sort of five age bracket now i'm not that much older than 25 he says but i know the wizard of oz so if you don't know the wizard of oz and you're between 18 and 25 please go watch the wizard of oz the original one um, so that's where There's No Place Like Home comes from. And the reason I called it There's No Place Like Summer Camp is because it's sort of like a second home. Now that's poetry. Um, and I think it sums up exactly how I feel about Summer Camp. Is I keep reminiscing, I keep talking about it. Loads of other people do the same thing. And that's sort of the reason that I settled on There's No Place Like Summer Camp. It's you know it's it's a bit of a phrase shall I say and it's a long domain to type into a, like a I don't know a Google search bar or onto Instagram but I think it sums up exactly what I want this book to be and I'm really proud to say that it's available now um, it's come on quite a journey um, and I I don't know I don't know what my goals are for this. I don't know what the goals are. I don't know what I'm expecting from it. I just knew that I wanted to produce the best content I could and it would take as long as it would need to take before it would launch. I didn't want to release something that was going to flop on its initial launch. And that's something that I've been very careful about because back in 2016 sort of times when I thought the book was ready and I did those author talks where I'd st stand up in front of a group of authors and you you'll be able to hear on the bonus content the uh, feedback I was getting it wasn't great and you can tell why if you actually listen to my readout um, it was very wanting those early copies and I think in total I've probably made over 20 different versions of this book over the course of the six years, 20 complete different versions of There's No Place Like Summer Camp, where they either have like, you know, totally different layouts, totally different name, totally different characters, totally different um, events, totally different sort of photos were in there at one point in the very early stages. But now I can say that I'm so happy with it. And I have to give a quick mention to the people that helped me get to this point because it's not just a one-man band. Um, I, I got a lot of help from my editor, Joanna Craven. She's mentioned in the book, as well as are the others. Um, Muhammad Ali, he was great. He was so fantastic at helping set up a book that actually looked professional. And um, he helped with the formatting and that sort of thing. 
Um, there's Rebecca Era, who was really great at helping me create a stunning front cover and um, helped me with just getting to, across, the, across the line. All three of those people are fantastic. Um, to say that the book's out now is is uh, it's ridiculous so um yeah it's available on amazon ebook paperback hardback it should be available no matter where you're listening so if you are listening say from the us and you're interested in summer camp you should be able to go onto amazon.com you and uh, buy the book um if you're in the UK, of course, all three copies will be available there. Uh, there are some problems with like different language countries, like Mexico, where you speak Portuguese for some reason. Um, if you want to order the book, you ha- you're going to have to order from like I don't know, Amazon.com or something. I don't know how it works over there. But if you're listening from abroad, there. Um, yeah. Just bear that in mind. Um, I know I have my fans in Germany. I sent out that special signed edition to my friend Alex, who's been on the podcast before uh, for an interview, um, where we just talked about summer camp, and it was really great to see his support throughout the years. Uh, So he got a special signed copy, and I think the German audience do actually have their own uh, storefront as well, so you'll be able to pick up the copy. But it was just in some random countries. I think it was Mexico and Netherlands that were the two where I just couldn't couldn't upload the book because it was in English. And even with the heads up, like, heads up, this book's in English, by the way, um, Amazon still wouldn't let it happen. But anyway, I'm getting on a tangent. There's more... Um, there's more retailers in the world than just Amazon, which leads me on to say how chuffed I am with um, having it, the possibility of having the book in a Waterstones or a WH Smith's or your local book shop. It can be in so many different places. It's not an Amazon exclusive, I'm thrilled to say, because you do get some, you know, self-published works that are a bit questionable. Um, but in this case, I've gone all out. I've not, I've not let any stone go unturned. And for instance, I'm I'm, I'm still recording a fucking audiobook, and uh, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I think I'm about five hours into it, and I've only scratched about twenty five percent of the book. So that's fun. So that might be coming out soon. I say soon with uh, air quotes there. Um, but I hope to have that out. Uh, at some point just to get it as available as possible because I know some of you guys you might not read books books are pretty uncool at least um, in the stereotype way of thinking is you know who reads a book oh the last time I read a book was I don't know The Hungry Caterpillar when I was four years old and I know this sort of audience a lot of you think that way and it's a bit of a shame because books can open up a world of possibilities but I know audiobooks podcasts are filling in that gap so I am working on an audiobook and you've always got this podcast here to help you out as well just to get your summer camp fix so there's no place like summer camp it's available it's not only on Amazon hopefully if I ever do see it in Waterstones or any retailer I'm gonna have to buy a pen and just sign it so if you do ever see it in a store hit me up on Instagram hit me up on Twitter and that will be so cool to see because I've done it properly. I've done it through all the official channels. Um, and it's very much a real possibility that it could be, you know, a Waterstones bestseller. Now, 
my goals for the book. They're not as extravagant as that. I just wanted to say that I've released a book and it's on a passion project of mine that's, you know, um, been such a fantastic time of my life where I volunteered at summer camp that I think it should be some experience that's shared with the world and it's uh, inspires young people to go and explore and take a risk because I think nowadays it's very, very easy to just sit on your ass and watch Netflix. Now, that's not the sort of person I am and it's never really been the sort of person I am instead I'll be the sort of person that would sit down in front of my Xbox 360 and play video games all day and there was definitely a part of my life that was like that but nowadays I've started to become into like this workaholic now not trying to turn this into like a mental health podcast or anything like that but when I listen to the likes of Happy Place on uh, Spotify or any other podcast platform with uh, Fern Cotton I do sort of um what's the word empathize associate myself to the way that Fern Cotton thinks because she thinks if I'm not working or if I'm not being productive then what the fuck's the point in living oh my god what am I doing I'm just a waste of skin I'm just like someone else you know could do so much better than what I'm doing right now and I have to tread a careful line here because the main reason that I don't use Facebook and social media on in my personal life, like Insta- my own Instagram accounts and that sort of thing and Snapchat, is because I compare myself to others. And I very much care what people think, which is shit, to be honest. But that's the way of social media. The way social media is set up is for you to instantly think, oh, okay, I know Andrew Waterhouse. Uh, I don't know. I went to school with him and you know look at him he's released a book and then I've oh I'm, a, I'm just over here just doing my nine to five and I never got to travel and then you'll be all miserable our Annie has a podcast and you'll just be miserable and that's not my intention here that's like uh, it's very easy to compare yourself to others but one of the best tips that I got from Jordan Peterson who's a very, very big inspiration of mine is um, to compare yourself to who you were yesterday don't compare yourself to me. Don't compare yourself to, I don't know, your best friend. Don't compare yourself to your worst enemy. Don't compare yourself to Elon Musk or someone you aspire to be. Compare yourself to who you were before. Of course, take tips and uh, influence from the likes of someone who's who inspires you. But compare yourself to someone that's, I don't know, you, you don't know anything about. It's not a good way. Um, so... Uh, yeah, it filled me with much anxiety posting to my own Facebook page, or should I say my own Facebook account, to my so-called friends, um, to sort of promote that this book's a thing, because in my head, I thought, okay, the book's releasing now, do I keep it silent and not say a thing? And then people stumble upon my book and think, holy shit, Andrew Waterhouse has released a book. Or do I go out there, do one post, say, here it is, it's released now, and then that can be it. And that's what I went with. So it, it wasn't sort of bragging. And maybe I'm over, overthinking it just by saying it in this podcast. But I think a lot of people have a lot of struggles, especially with COVID and stuff. Um, I know I do. Everyone does. Everyone has their own mental struggles. And it's very easy to compare yourself to other people. And that's why I do a lot. And I care about what other people think too much it's not a healthy thing so uh, it's only as I'm starting to turn to my 30s that I think you know what if someone doesn't like me call cool, fuck off it's your problem um, 
and I think that's only a thing that you start to get when you're starting to turn 30. Anyway, um, so that's what I was very careful about, is sort of um, straying that line of trying to be the... If, if, if I ever come across as the person that's trying to show off and is doing it for the ego, um, please try and knock me down a peg or two because that's not what I'm trying to be. I'm just trying to do it for my own sake. So as for goals of the podcast and the book, it's just been something that's, you know, something I'm passionate about. It's um, always going to be there, which is always a fantastic thing. Like the book will always be there. It will always be on sale. You can always pick it up. You can always get it secondhand, hopefully, if physical copies sell. Um, it's very tempting to keep an eye on the seller rankings and how many sales I'm making. But initially, on my first day, I have no, well, I have no intention of going in and looking at the sales quite yet, you know. And... Um, it's exciting to see like it's sort of climbing some sort of ranking list but I don't want to become obsessed with it you know I did it for my own sake I haven't got like a sales goal in mind I just want to get the word out and sort of uh, capture a niche that I think is um, ready for a capture and I think a lot of people don't even realize that they're ready for it so we'll see um, so that's sort of about the goals of the book and my I don't know, my intentions from here on in. Um, I think I'm still going to be doing podcasts. Um, I think I'm going to try and make it more interview-orientated. If I get any celebrities, man, that'd be so cool. Um, I've been looking into the people in the UK. Um, and it's, this is like a really, really niche thing. But trying to get people who have some association to a summer camp whether they've worked there it's mostly worked there if they're from the UK um, and they're willing to talk about it someone like Martin Lewis for instance um, the money saving expert there's more people than just him you know uh, in the other podcast episode I talked about Michael Eisner he's also someone that lives in the UK is a fucking billionaire um, is he a billionaire? I might have just thrown him under the bus. I don't think he is a million. I think he's a billion. I think he's a millionaire. Let's have a look. Yeah, he's worth a billion pounds. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, he's a billionaire. So, trying to get someone like that on the podcast would be so cool. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what we'll see where it goes, you know. I want to try and get people on. Um, I'm reaching out to people, trying to get some cool things. Um it's, you know, with a podcast, with a book, they're always going to be there. New people are going to stumble upon this. And if you do, ah, oh, it's really cool. It's really cool just to have an audience, man. It's really cool. Um, so what's been happening in the last week or so? Well, uh, we have a YouTube channel now. Uh, if you just search for There's No Place Like Summer Camp into YouTube, it will come up with, like, the latest episodes and uh, that sort of stuff. It's... It's a, it's a program I released only because a lot of the podcast content that I listen to is actually through YouTube. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be loads of you out there that just listen the same way that I do. I might be the odd one out because I don't watch Netflix. I don't watch Amazon Prime 
or anything like that or Disney Plus or Marvel films or anything like that my go-to is YouTube and I just thought it would make sense make a YouTube channel have a program that automatically uploads like a template sort of video alongside the podcast and you can always listen to it there too um, you can also go to the YouTube you, uh, I'm struggling to speak because I'm too excited YouTube channel you can also go to the YouTube channel to go and watch my unboxing of the There's No Place Like Summer Camp paperback that came in the post and uh, you can get to see me open it and be excited because it looks good yeah um, so yeah we have what else has been going on let's have a look I have like a to-do list that I keep a track on so I'm going to be trying to do some like short videos to tr help promote the book there's obviously the store as well so if you're going to summer camp or if you're there at the minute and you're listening to this you can always pick up some like cool merchandise um, and you can represent there's no place like summer camp wear a t-shirt or something help spread the name because uh, that's really cool um, there was a giveaway and that's completed now so I can't promote the competition anymore if you want to pick up the book you have to go to a retailer um, and I think that's pretty much all I can share with you to be honest it's been a it's been a ride you know um, what 2016 to 2022 it's taken me to release this um, it's come on leaps and bounds um, I appreciate all of your support uh, I'd appreciate if you go and buy a book or buy a t-shirt just help spread the name let me know your reviews of there's no place like summer camp too if you do go and buy it I'd love to see your feedback um, you know the more feedback and reviews I get the better it will be for the next time you know and it will also help um, for getting the word out to people that are considering going to camp themselves um, so thank you guys for all your support thank you for the twitter messages thank you for instagram following me um thank you for listening to all these podcasts because you know six years is a mental amount of time and i'm sure a lot of you have only come on recently but uh it's good to see that steady growth and um yeah i greatly appreciate that um as for my next project um I think I'm going to take a step away from summer camp because it's been my life for six years and it's a bit obsessive when you're trying to recall dialogues, people's names, uh, details about camp, filling in the blanks. Um, so I need to take a step away from There's No Place Like Summer Camp and my next book is going to be called The Fly Who Flew Too High and um, I've got a idea in my mind of how that's going to work I've got a rough script um, so that's really exciting um, and that's going to be a children's book and I already have ideas for that so the book is half written um, and it's a complete different change of pace it's not going to be geared towards 18 to 30 year olds it's going to be a kids book um, the book is almost there but I think it's going to be a 2023 thing um, or if not a late 2022 um, so I've always had this idea for this children's book and um, it's just a different change of pace now that's not all there's going to be in regards to the summer camp side of things because I did do a second summer um, the second summer will be coming 
it's going to take time to do though and i want to step away from the summer camp side of things first before i start on that though um so this the second book of there's no place like summer camp is probably going to be a 2024 thing and that's even that's calling it quite early but the fact that i've got this through to publication now and it's got to a point where i can see the night and day difference between the first or even the 10th version of there's no place like summer camp to where it is today uh has really educated me on how to produce a book how to make it readable to an audience how to make it entertaining how to cut the chaff and um i think that's really going to help me to make it quicker the next time and have it just as good if not better quality um so i think we can wrap it up here just touching on 25 minutes man uh, i appreciate all your guys support and um go and check out the book please give it a review please spread the word hit me up on twitter hit me up on instagram if you ever want to get in touch and you want to be interviewed by me for the podcast also get in touch it'll be really cool if you've been to summer camp before all the better or if you're considering it that could be an interesting take so anyway guys here's a, a deep cheers from me you, you can't see me lift my drink here but you might be able to hear me slurp it and uh till the next time thanks for this uh opportunity and i'll see you in the next podcast now here's the slurp Cheers, guys.